Greetings, everyone. This, this is Starting from Experience, Still Standing with Michelle and Dwayne Smith. We got married in our 20s and have been married for 20 years strong. Every week, we will be taking you through areas of our marriage, sharing strategies to navigate your long-term relationships, overcome obstacles, and rekindle that spark to stay together. Subscribe, Subscribe now. now. You don't, don't want to miss us. us. Well, hello again. Hello. So this week has been a, a tiring week, a yeah. more challenging week for us. Definitely. We have been working through some old conflicts and trying to find our way to the other side. So it's tiring. A lot of talking, tears. Um, yeah, that emotional um, weightlifting uh, definitely has been exhausting at times, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, we're recording as we are because that's our commitment to record once a week and to share once a week authentically from where we actually are. There's no hiding, there's no pretending, there's no shame. We are married, and we have been married for 20 years. Yes, we have. And we have been in relationship with each other for 25 years. So, of course, there, you know, every day is not sunshine and rainbows and <laughs> gumballs and lollipops. And right. And all the fuzzies. So. Definitely some stormy weather, some hurricanes and tornadoes coming through, for sure. So we thought it was fitting for today's topic to be on forgiveness. The topic of forgiveness. Um, for us to still be standing, <laughs> starting from experience, mm -hmm. there's something that we have recognized in all these years as we reflect on forgiveness and that is that staying married is a daily exercise in forgiveness it definitely is um sometimes it's a minute by minute exercise <laughs> uh for sure um i mean you're bound to being two individual people you know have things that don't sit right with the other there's there's no way that uh, every day can be smooth. So um, finding a way to forgive um, if what your goal is is to move forward is certainly important. Mm -hmm. And we're still learning. We're still navigating and, and finding the, the new hows and with what help and in what ways we can forgive each other. Mm-hmm for the different impacts we've had on each other throughout our relationship. I would say the big thing with forgiveness is it's not um, a feeling. It's not an emotional thing of like, um, I feel like forgiving somebody today. I, I would say that feeling um, forgiveness is something that you have to actively choose to do and then move within um, the realm that 
forgiveness offers. Mm. Um, like you can say you forgive somebody and not do the things that are um, that showcase forgiveness, and then you certainly haven't forgiven them. So I think it's important to not wait on the feeling of forgiveness um, as opposed to choosing to forgive somebody and then move in that direct path. Mm-hmm. I like that you use that word active. In um, some forgiveness work that I'm participating in right now uh, with a group of my wellness warriors in um, my Goal Crusher group, one of the women in the group said that she is participating in active forgiveness. And she used that term because, you know, someone that she was, has forgiven already, she found herself feeling a need to do more forgiveness. Mm. And she had phrased it, you know, just because you feel that you need to forgive more doesn't mean you failed at forgiveness. It Mm. just means that you need to do more. You know, she likened it to like, if you have a scratch on your, your knee, you know, if you get sand in it, it could become infected. So, you know, healing is an ongoing process. And when she said that, shared that, it really struck a chord with me. And I thought, yeah, I think sometimes we feel like once we have said or decided or chosen, I forgive my husband, I forgive my family member, I forgive my friend, my coworker, whoever it is, that it should be a one and done. Mm -hmm. Except real pain, real trauma is not something that just goes away with the thought Mm -hmm. or the choice Mm -hmm. of forgiveness as you were saying it's active there's an active component Um, and especially when we're triggered back into memories of a certain event or a certain person um, even more so we need the tools to actively forgive yeah um, and I think the big thing to remember with forgiveness is um, it's not about the person you're forgiving. You're actually doing that for yourself mm-hmm. um, to release the tension, the stress, the frustration, the upset, so that you can find a way to move forward in whatever direction you want to go. Um, I feel like, um, you know, to kind of steal from Tyler Perry a little bit, that whole idea of like, um, you know, you're drinking um, poison and, uh, expecting the other person to get sick by not forgiving them. Yeah. So ultimately stop drinking the poison, Mm -hmm. you know, get to the point of like, I can actively forgive this person so I can release them from having any hold on my own feelings, frustration, experience of life um, and move forward. And if that means moving forward with the same individual, at least, you know that you've done what you need to do for yourself as opposed to what you've done for them. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a question that, you know, came up between us and I think is an ongoing question that people probably sit with is what does forgiveness look like? How do we know that we're forgiving someone? And how do we know that we're being forgiven? What does it look like in our relationship? 
Wow. Um, <laughs> he wasn't prepared for that one. No, I was not. You want me to share? Yeah, please. First? Go ahead. Um, as I'm, I'm asking it and I'm thinking about it, what does it look like when I'm forgiving you? Well, it definitely looks like me, one, saying it. You know, actually saying the words. And probably before even being able to say the words, it looks like me physically making contact with you, maybe holding your hand or putting my hand on your back, letting you know that it's safe to be in close proximity to me. Forgiveness for me looks like being willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and share what's going on for me. Maybe it's like what the impact was or what I'm feeling about myself because of this thing or what I'm feeling about you about this thing. Um, So me being able to be vulnerable. And it also looks like me wanting to hear from you about, you know, about how how it's landing on you Mm. and, and making space for you to to share and communicate with me. So those are things that are just coming up in my mind. Mm-hmm. Kind of off the top. Um, for me, what it looks like for me to be, um, to forgive is it's, um, I would say that I'm a pretty humble guy to begin with, but I definitely, um, approach things more um with more humility um in terms of trying to create space or give space um for you and your feelings and your experience I definitely try to get in your shoes um to understand or to be understanding of what whatever it is that I'm you know trying to forgive or, or in the place of forgiving I would say like you I um I'm absolutely uh, open to more communication, both physical and verbal. Um, you know, in a scenario where I'm being forgiving, and and really, it, it's uh, <laughs> when I'm I'm forgiving. I think I can be, you know, quite of an emotional wreck, to be honest, mm. because you know it's like you're forgiving, but you're there's also that thing that's still kind of holding you in that place <laughs> of like not forgiving. So. There's a, there's a bit of an emotional tug of war that happens, but um, I would definitely say that um, those are kind of the things, uh, the space for your experience um, and under trying to understand it um, so that I can find, you know, you know, the thing that I can hold on to to forgive. Um, definitely communicating um, both physically and verbally um, and, just, and, and just trying to be warm and be close yeah. create a closeness or, or um, reconnect because I feel like if there's a feeling that I'm that I require forgiveness for or I need to provide forgiveness for then there's definitely a separation or some sort of wall that's up mm-hmm. so I'm definitely trying to get over or get through or break that wall down um, to get to that to, to get to that connection okay I have a question for you of course you do <laughs> I have a question for both of us. Okay. Um, but in, you know, sharing the question, I'll ask you. Mm-hmm. 
What's one thing that you are willing to forgive me for that you're comfortable sharing publicly with our listeners today? <laughs> so what's your daily forgiveness of me today? I'm willing to forgive you when you snore at night. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to put you on blast like that. She doesn't snore. She doesn't whatever. Snore. <laughs> um, so one thing that I'm willing to forgive you for today. That's a tough one. I would, obviously, I'm not prepared for this, so I'm going to have to think a little bit. But um, I think... Um, one thing that I can forgive you for um, today are um, you know some of the choices that have been made um, that have really impacted all of us, you know, like um, um, in terms of where we live and stuff. So I can really forgive you for that today okay and that's a big one I mean cause especially when often forgiveness there's an element of you know the person who made the poor decision the poor choice they're like you know in my case like still beating myself up and still struggling with mm -hmm. um, but as of recently I think it was yesterday's forgive no the day before yesterday's forgiveness exercise in my group I actually spoke about this very situation mm. and um, sort of finally released myself of the burden of guilt for making a series of poor decisions and choices that had a very negative impact on on you and myself and the girls and just the choices as to where we are residing right now you know fell after that so i want to really acknowledge you and thank you for for forgiving me and for saying that to me today because that really affirms for me that we're both moving in that active direction of it's taking it's taking steps and it's taking time but we're moving in the right direction on that mm -hmm. thank you for saying that I, I really appreciate it okay. so for me um, what I'm actively forgiving you for I think what I'm actively forgiving you for is the times in our marriage and even in our just our relationship before we got married when you didn't show up authentically. And so when you weren't showing up authentically, you were weren't real. And in that unrealness there were it was just dishonest. So I didn't really know who I was with. Um, and that really set 
certain things in motion early on in our marriage that we identified years later Mm -hmm. and years ago. So it's not an active issue now. Mm -hmm. But I really can see that I need to really like rein that rope right in around that concept and that the impacts of that and say to you that I forgive you, Dwayne, for not showing up authentically for whatever reasons that existed at the time for you that mm-hmm. you either didn't feel like you could, maybe didn't know how, what all, all the things. Because yeah. I know now in many, many years of marriage to you and seeing you grow that I don't believe that the way you showed up was like, oh, I'm going to be this way. So I just really want to say that I, I forgive you for not being the man you are today then and for the pain and the impacts that that caused me and us. I forgive you. Thank you for that. That means a lot to hear that. I mean, if it's not obvious, there's definitely a lot of um, sorrow. Yeah. Because um, you, you don't know what you don't know yeah. until you know it. Ain't that the truth? So, you know, we've gone 20 years at this point, um, as Michelle said, 25 plus. Um, prior to that and like you know there's still things that we are learning and perhaps even feel like I wish I'd known how to deal with this kind of situation or be in this kind of way or more effectively address this kind of concern yeah. um, so that we wouldn't have to go through the stuff that's creating the sorrow that we're experiencing in this particular moment um, but I'm glad to have known it I, of course I would have wished that we didn't go through it but I'm glad to know it now um, so that I can at least pass it on to um, our listeners, our kids, you know, our friends, yeah. should it come around. Our family. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't know what you don't know. And once you know, you can't unknow. Right. Absolutely. And, and the, there's pain in that, too. Right. Because, like, once you know, then it's like, oh, how did I not see that or how did I not accept the possibility of this outcome being a real terrible outcome that could have happened right like I just didn't want to accept that that could be the case right or I couldn't even see myself at all in the way I was being so how could I make adjustments to something that I can't see right right but that's that's one of the starting from experience gems Mm. that if you are able to, if you choose, not even able to, if you choose to stay, there can be these moments of like resurrection and these moments of uh, I'm getting so emotional. These moments of rebuild. Mm. Reclaiming. Mm-hmm. There's this moment of reclaiming yourself and reclaiming, you know, maybe the relationship you always wanted or the self, the person you wanted to be. 
that's one of the things that I do hear from our friends, family, colleagues, um, when they talk about maybe a marriage that ended. And I never use the term failed marriage because I don't believe that that's a thing. I believe that that's something that we put on ourselves, right? Um, I think relationships are hard. I know relationships are hard. And the hardest one usually is the one we, we have first, which is just with ourselves. And then, you know, to bring someone else into it and a family and their family. And <laughs> it's just a lot. Yeah. So I don't believe in failed marriages. I just know that relationships can sometimes come to a close or a pause or a change. And um, sometimes they never they, they never rekindle. They never they never come to pass again. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, it might end in a divorce or whatever it is. But what I have heard from people who have found themselves in that situation permanently is that, you know, there's parts of them that sometimes questions if, you know, this had happened or if this conversation had happened or this intervention had happened or if the other person had been willing to do therapy or if they themselves were willing to do therapy or if they were willing to work less or make more time for the relationship, or sleep more, mm-hmm. or you know, take a vacation. There's so many stones that are like unturned. Yeah. And like we cannot live in regret and people need to give themselves grace. We all need grace. One hundred percent of the time we need grace. But I know for me what keeps me in this marriage to you, Dwayne you know, despite feeling pain at times and having felt pain in the past on a great level, is just this possibility of the beauty of us. Because I have seen it and I have lived it and I have felt it. And I know for me, once I felt it and tasted it and experienced it, it was just something so magical. I couldn't forever choose to not have that. It, it felt worth fighting for and fighting through to have. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can definitely understand that feeling. You know, as, as, a, as a man, I mean, we don't grow up thinking, yeah, I'm going to get married and I'm going to have kids. That's not necessarily what I thought I was going to do, but I knew that um, I wanted to have kids, and I knew that I wanted to have a family, and to have kids meant that I was going to marry the person um, that I was having kids with. Mm. Like, I wasn't going to be somebody's baby daddy for the rest of my life. And um, after meeting you and, you know, going through a relationship with you, I was like, I'm I'm done. Like, there's no, there's, there's no way that I could create um, some sort of, long-term lasting relationship um with anybody that couldn't be that wouldn't be you Mm. that that it just wouldn't work in in my life in in my soul Mm. so um you know i'm here um still looking for forgiveness Mm. um still looking for grace Mm. um still trying to you know work work the thing and you know 
push us down the street. Some, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes the car starts on its own and it's awesome. You know, it's automatic steering, no problem. But you know, sometimes it needs a little jump start, and mm-hmm. and then uh, you know we we do that too, and then eventually we call CIA and CIA gets involved, <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. give us a jump start. So I mean, all of that I think is necessary. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but all of that no, I think is. I necessary. love the analogies. So those were all like bang on. <laughs> Yeah, definitely marriage is like needing to call ca yeah. sometimes because yeah, too, sometimes a car just doesn't the engine doesn't turn over right right you know, help. i mean like anything relationships break down um the the true question is when they do break down and forgiveness is required to put them back together um what action are you taking to get to that place like sometimes it's just hard like people I think relationships break down because forgiveness is seen as this like thing that has mm. to happen over time and it happens naturally. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But and if you're if you're actively saying, Okay, I'm gonna actively work into the into right. forgiveness, then you know, the relationship has a better chance of like some sort of survival. That's so good. Yeah, there's like a fitness to it. That's <laughs> yeah. why I was saying like daily mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. staying married. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a daily act. Of forgiveness. Indeed. So, like, like I'm, you know, we're both working out pretty regularly. We have a plan that we follow. And it's, you know, it's part of our self-care. Forgiveness is a part of our self-care. Yeah. Forgiveness has to be a part of our personal self-care. As you said, you can't drink the poison and expect someone else to get sick. You can't hit your head against the wall and expect someone else to have the cocoa. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just going to be on you to make the choice. <laughs> said Coco, like. <laughs> it's up to you to have um, that commitment to yourself mm-hmm. to want better for yourself mm-hmm. to want wellness for yourself mental, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual, financial so forgiveness is the path forgiveness is like the key mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that I also don't want to paint this like euphoric story of like um you forgive and then everybody moves on and, and you skip down the road happily ever after. Um, but essentially for yourself, forgiveness is important. And then everything else will fall in line. Right. So the question that we leave our listeners with today is, what is it? What's one thing that you can forgive your partner for today? What's one thing you can forgive your spouse for today? And yourself. And yourself. Yeah, so it's a two-parter. What can you forgive your spouse for? What can you forgive yourself for today? And, you know, maybe we start our own little challenge of like a seven-day, you know, between this this episode and next episode. Maybe people can, uh, we can, we can create a post or something at Starting From Experience on Instagram where you can follow us. Quick plug, quick plug. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. You know, how many relationships could be assisted in the healing yeah i'm actively forgiving Mm -hmm. so the question again and we'll put it in the in the show notes is what's one thing you can forgive yourself for today what's one thing you can forgive your partner slash spouse for today yes 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 and as always we appreciate you all still getting amazing comments and feedback it'll be interesting to see what follows this one this is not an easy subject it is not forgiveness with forgiveness comes a lot of shame and a lot of doubt and a lot of pain pure tissue boxes yeah 
you, you heard our tears and you heard this, the tone in our voice. We're here, we're real, and we're with you. So we want to say take care and we're signing off. Talk to you again. Thank mm-hmm. you.